0: Welcome to the latest edition of Books and Culture with Books and Culture's editor, John Wilson. And as always, I'm Stan Guthrie. And John, this week we're going to be looking at the latest edition of the Chet and Bernie series. And that always brings a smile to my face and I'm sure yours as well. Amen to that, Stan. Some of our listeners and readers will recall us talking about the series before. And if some of this sounds a little... Familiar, I apologize to those listeners. On the other hand, there will be some who haven't encountered it before, as Wendy and I find out, because we're somewhat missionaries for the <laughs> series. And in fact, we were just talking to a friend quite recently who had just read the first book in the series after we loaned it to them and absolutely loved it. So let me give you a little of the backstory, story, which starts with, a novelist named Peter Abrahams, terrific writer of suspense novels. If you haven't read him, one that you could read to start with and find out if you liked him is called Oblivion. He's written a lot of books, and they're almost all very, very good. He made a switch a few years ago and started writing this series of novels under the pseudonym... Spencer Quinn. And it's funny because when we were talking before we got on the air, you said, No, is that a pseudonym? <laughs> and it does sound like that. And it sounds very different from Peter Abraham's, but the series has done very well. And for whatever reason, that's what he's writing now. It's been a few years now since his last straight novel under Peter Abraham's. I don't know if he's going to go back to that or not, but Uh, This, as you said, is the seventh book in the Chet and Bernie series, and the title is Paw, P-A-W, Paw and Order. Okay. And you may recall that the trademark of the series is that it's narrated by Chet the Dog. Mm -hmm. And if you want to find more in the series, you just go on the web. If you just Google Chet the Dog, it will take (laughs) you to a site where he occasionally posts things, a kind of periodical blog site. Is for fans of the series, and Chet has one of the best narrative voices in contemporary American fiction. So, Wendy and I both find him irresistible, even though we don't even have a dog. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes
1: um, that's the best dog to have is somebody else's.
0: <laughs> this one we've been expecting for a couple of years because Bernie Chet's partner, who's a private investigator, his on again, off again girlfriend, Susie Sanchez, who's a journalist, has um, gone from Arizona, which is where most of the books have been centered, to Washington, D.C. to take a bigger job there. And so we've been anticipating that there would be a book that takes Chet and Bernie to Washington, and this is it. What's new and special about this book? Like many series... Part of the pleasure is that if you like certain things, you're going to find them again. In this case, Chet's inimitable style of telling a story where he'll be in the middle of something and he forgets. And he forgets what he was going to, why he was telling you this. And he says, oh, well. Part of the reason it's delightful is, of course, we all do this, especially as we age. But even more so, it's doing something that normally in a book would be a terrible flaw. You know, it would be Mm. like a continuity era. Have you ever seen some of those old... Movies, my brother and I used to see some of them on TV in the 50s. And not only were they dubbed, but they appeared to have been edited as well. Okay. There'd be like sudden unexplained gaps in continuity, yes. you know, some, And it seemed like several of them had Steve Reeves in them. Something I mean, that would normally be a real error and make you feel like, oh, I don't, you know, is this even worth reading? You know, say, yeah. because it's done intentionally, it's very funny. And you were in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. So Chad is in particularly good form. I will say also that even in a series that you like, there tend to be certain things that you're not so crazy about, and they pop up now and then. And I would say that the single greatest weakness of the series is the relationship between Bernie and Susie. It's like a lot of fiction now that touches on relationships between men and women is... Very big on misunderstandings, a readiness on one side or the other to take offense because of assumptions, and maybe there's some women readers of the series who respond to that. I don't know, you know for me and but also for Wendy, that has become somewhat tedious, and we're more than willing to put up with a little of that for the pleasures of the the book, and as always. I just finished reading this one in an e-galley. Wendy hasn't even had a chance to read it yet, but the first thing I feel when I finish one is I'm looking forward to the next one. Let me ask you my standard question when we talk about series. Can someone step in and do Paw in Order as their first exposure? Oh, absolutely. It would be a great place to start, and if you really like it, then you can go back to the first one, Dog On It, D-O-G, Dog, and then On, O-N, and then it and read your way through the others, if you are not that crazy about it or just mildly entertained, then you can say, okay, and go on to something else. But yeah, you can step right in here. Thanks, John. Thanks, Dan.